You're listening to the We're Alright Podcast, hosted by Brandon Oseg. All right, bit of a different one for me, uh, due to some logistical issues, we'll call it. Um, the podcast with Tommy Edwards didn't go out last week, so you wouldn't have heard an episode um, due to those issues. So he's actually, his episode's coming out tomorrow, um, so you'll be hearing it on a Friday, and this is a little bonus segment given given what happened last weekend, which has actually worked out real well. Um if you've been living under a rock, he kicked a goal after the siren to beat West Coast. And we're, we're doing this little bonus on a Thursday night and grabbed a beer at the mem- where the members were and he's walked in and and he's just he's gotten chants. They, was, they were chanting the Kings walked in and he looked uh, at me and he said, they don't know you anymore. So <laughs> I've been forgotten about it. It's uh, maybe getting to his head a little bit, but... Um, great timing for the pod. So I just thought I'd get him on just to give us a bit of a rundown, Tommy, of obviously we got the ball from a kick in late in the game against West Coast. We worked it up the field and you were on the receiving end of a, oh, a half-decent kick from Jarvis, but you had to make it look pretty good, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And then take it from there, from going back and lining up for the goal and what was going through your head and, and how it all unfolded. Uh, just firstly, can confirm let's carry on from Earth. Um <laughs> I would never forget, no one forgets a great man, but um, yeah, I just, Jarv Jarv sat one on me, player's head, and I was just come off the one step, marked it, and then, yeah, went back, and I sort of just glazed over, to be honest. Been in the situation a few weeks ago and had some demons from that, but they didn't cross my mind, and then, um, yeah, Jarv actually said to me, he's like, I love you, whatever happened, (laughs) which just was very reassuring. (laughs) But um, yeah, just, I've been doing a bit of work with Scotty, um, I was, I'm Scotty Cummings. Scotty Cummings, yeah, one of the best. But um, wasn't kicking it too well earlier in the year. So been putting the time in with him and he's been pumping me tyres up, which has been great. And then, yeah, pretty much just glazed over. I went back, went through the routine. It's worked on with Scotty and then, yeah, mungled it through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was going to say, would you say you hit it well? Um, not really, but me miss is a bit off the instep. So normally if it kick it there normally goes all right yeah. so yeah and how far in from the boundary do you reckon you were 10 meters i was pretty tucked up against the fence <laughs> <laughs> and uh, about what? about 10 meters 40 out 45 out you reckon? yeah yeah about 10 meters off the boundary so it was 40, a, 45 out it was a fair effort yeah and then the celebration was pretty big yeah well just got us over the line yeah. so it was right in front of the cam bar i don't think you could choose a better spot on the nah. great steel blue able to do it so um, I don't know. To be honest, I was just it was a blur. I didn't really as I said, it just glazed over and then ended up carrying on and running around the field like a maniac. But yeah. that's all right. But you, you every right to. Is that yeah. the first time you've done that? Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're pretty lucky to get a get the chance to have a shot after sign, let alone two in the space of six weeks. So unfortunately the first time didn't go to plan, but no, definitely glad we were on the on the good end of this one yeah and like do you reckon you're officially unofficially the king of Swan districts now <laughs> or Bassendine do you reckon nah. you should be paying for a beer for the rest of the year uh yeah I'll still pay for <laughs> um all right well I don't have too much more to add but it's obviously come I thought it was going to come at a good time the pod because we recorded it and you then you had 24 and kicked four the next day so yeah. it was looking good, and now this has absolutely topped it off. I might have to be a regular guest, mate, back yeah. on 
a feature. If you and then if I get into a form yeah. slot, I think if you improve like your speaking, you might be able to become a co-host. But <laughs> until, until, until then, I reckon. Until then, I reckon we'll we'll leave it at um, having shots on goal after siren because you probably did a better job than I did. Just asking how many other blokes have you added to get on twice, mate? So yeah. I can't have been too. Nah, bad. very true. Nah, but nah, well done, mate. And I hope everyone enjoys the actual pod and this little little bit of extra after what happened last weekend. Thanks for having me, mate. It's been a pleasure. And here we are again, fresh for this week's edition of the pod. The way this week's episode goes with the person sitting across from me, including the length of it, is something of a mystery, which keeps it interesting, so I'm looking forward to it. I was shooting for a third successive Victorian recruit, but for scheduling and other reasons, I didn't manage to land one. But that doesn't mean the quality is going to be any less. And the pod probably comes at a perfect time for this man, given he's an emerging star of the comp and future pillar of the club. So he's always looking for an opportunity to get some airtime, which he also does a lot literally on the field and along with building his personal brand. Um, he's, he's now played 41 league games, kicking 57 goals after spending a little bit of time in the reserves for 13 games um, and even sneaking in a couple of Colts games as well. Um, every week, fans, commentators, teammates, and I reckon even the opposition wait for that one big hang or near hang to be taken by him. And even if he doesn't, you know he'll at least be going for and probably mistiming a couple. Um, he was a late starter in terms of his time at Swans and having a go at senior footy, but he's grown immensely over the last couple of seasons to be an integral part of of our side. Um he probably has the most distinct and I'm sure he would say best blonde locks at the club, which add to his brand by making him even more recognisable. We have none other than Tommy Edwards or Shifter to most at the club, which we'll touch on later along with another nickname I have for him. Uh, Shifter, how are you, mate? Good, us. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. How, how do you feel being on the pod? There, there are question marks, including from previous guests on the pod, on how you'll go in terms of being able to deliver enough content. Yeah. Um, so how you feeling, mate? I'm not sure where Jacko's got that from, but <laughs> I'm surprised he, he's went for as long as he's did, but I'm, I'm sure I'll be fine, hopefully. <laughs> throw one back at him early. Yeah. Um, also been some, uh, at times, quiet criticism from yourself in regards to the pod. So, <laughs> so <laughs> what do you reckon, mate? You happy to be here? You nervous? How you feeling about I actually about was me? a little bit nervous this morning <laughs> on the track, but um, nah, I'm ready to go. I mentioned that you'd become a key part of the side over the the last couple of seasons and you've hit 41 games which has happened pretty quickly you're going to be raising the bat for the half century pretty soon yeah raise the bat for the half century goals not long ago so yeah so um, double yeah, it up might have to get the banner out for the 50th game i think i've requested that from <laughs> Pruy. it's not gonna happen if i've got anything to do with it it's not gonna happen yeah, mate. Fair enough. <laughs> um all right let's get into it uh and this this is going to or was and it's going to be a lot easier than going through the sort of junior footy stuff with the Victorian boys, especially Frank, because there was a lot more going on with leagues over there and competitions. But just first up, give us a little bit of a rundown on where your journey at the Black Duck started. Um, yeah, so I moved up from Albany and obviously um, Swans is not Albany's zone or whatever. So moved up and was just actually I wasn't sure if I was going to play when I moved up and had um, a few mates go down to Curtin Wesley so played a bit of Colts footy down there with a few of my mates just went down there to say get to know people and stuff in Perth and loved it so played probably half a year there at 
Curtin Wesley and the Colts a bit more maybe. And then Smarty came down and um, got in touch with me. And then, yeah, just found my way down here, played a bit of Colts. And then they said come back next year for preseason. I think I would have been 18 then or 19. And then, yeah, came back down and was obviously too old to play Colts again. So just got into the senior um, senior squad then. Yeah, and that was pretty much yeah. it. So I got down to Swans. Beautiful. Um, and before that, you were born and raised in Albany? Yep. Great part of the world, God's country. <laughs> a few people have said God's country about where they come from um, <laughs> on this pod. So there's probably a bit of debate about where the best spot is. But um, so didn't didn't uh, like move anywhere else for little stints or anything like that. You were just in Albany the whole time growing up. Um, so my old boy, I think he played at Peel for a year and hurt his knee. So we were um, up here for a year when I was really young, like yep. when I was only a little baby. But other than that, yeah. Grew up in Albany the whole time. So. Yeah, okay. Very nice. The Albany man through and through. Um, was footy was footy prominent for you from the get-go as a kid or were you maybe typical of someone from that part of the world oh. and into your surfing or something like that? Um, yeah, I was into a bit of other stuff. But, um, no, nah, footy was huge. So the whole family, um, we were um, pretty close. Like Royals back home was our home club. So dad's a life member there and um, granddad his life member there. So we've, I've been down there since I was born, really. They've been, dad played, pop coached, my uncles played. Yeah, so I go down to training with dad and everything since I've been a tiny little kid. And then, yeah, just came through and, yeah, played junior footy and then played at Royals and, yeah. Yeah, so it's sort of, um, I think that happens when you're in a more regional area as well. It's sort of like you have those clubs that the whole family plays at and you're sort of entrenched in the club from, yeah. from the get-go. Yeah, it was pretty closely tied. So that Royals was really good for me and still go back there now and it's good. Got a Probably lot of mates there. Strut around a little bit now. When nah, you nah, oh, just another. Not sure about That's not what I've been hearing, <laughs> mate. But anyway, um, you, you mentioned your family. You have siblings? Yep, twin sisters, 18, moving up and to I, Perth next year. I, I hear that they're good at sport, um, pretty good at sport. Yeah, they're right. Oh, gee, Not as good it? as me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they, they are very good. Netball, one of them. Won, Charlotte won the best on in the netball, local netball grand final last year. So yeah. well done. Shout out, Charlotte. And so, what, what happened to your other sister? Um, she was just obviously not as good as Charlotte. <laughs> she played in the Got, played in the game. Caught that. I might have to get the sisters on just to, to refute that or yeah. just to go back here, Lovely mate. Especially lady. that early comment. <laughs> Better <laughs> than a mate, hey? I reckon they'd... Um, and so how early did you start playing footy in an organised team and against kids of what age? Because I know, I don't know, maybe they had Oz kick down in Albany, but I know a lot of regional places don't have Oz kick and you sort of get bunched in. Albany's not that small, mate. Yeah, okay, but yeah, I don't don't know, mate. So you play Oz kick? Yeah, so we had Oz kick, um, played Oz kick from, I don't know, how about like, I was always in my footy, so yeah. whenever, I don't know when, how old you are, when you like start seven. six or seven, yeah, seven yeah. so seven. played Auskick and then um, down there, it's not, like, you're not affiliated to your, like, the GSFL is the league, yeah. you're not associated to the club straight away, so you just come through your juniors playing, like, under 10s, under 13s, just with, like, um, it's, like, organised teams or whatever, but they're just random teams. So play, how, do they, how do they pick the teams? Uh, I don't know, but... Whoever's high Above up, your just, pay grade. Yeah, they just <laughs> sort it out, the coaches and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's, oh, it's on, mainly on schools, so you ah, okay. play a lot with your um, what's primary school and whatever you're with, and then you just work your way up and then get um, 
go finally get to like yeah the organized GSFL teams which yep. obviously when I went down to Royals. So what age does that happen at? Where you um, where you actually get it like you go down to Royals? Uh yeah, so obviously I was there my, like forever with um just family and everything, but when I actually started playing yeah, in terms it was of playing, like yeah. under I think it was under seventeens when I was there. Okay. But so I would have been yeah, like fifteen or something. So it sort I of think. starts at under seventeens. Yeah. Yeah. So you play as like a I don't know, it'd be like a year nine and yeah, eight, year nine yeah. sort of age, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, very nice. And how passionate? Like it sounds like you were very passionate, but how much were you into your footy as a young kid in terms of like seeing AFL as like a dream of something you wanted to do when you're older, or did that not? Was that not sort of um, like a, a I was big really for passionate. You? Yeah, I was. Bit, I've always been a bit of a footy nuffy, to be honest. Yeah, um, but. Um, when I was young, I was pretty, like, I think I was a, from a word, I was a decent junior, like, pretty good junior. And then, sort of, I was really um, late developer. So, I, like, used to play upper grade when I was really young. And then, everyone sort of started taking off and I went back the other way. Yeah, I was okay. following a fair way behind. And, um, yeah, I was just making up the numbers for a few years there because I was tiny. Used to get um, knocked out all the time and stuff. I, had, I was wearing a hard hat. <laughs> for a while, shout out Jeb O'Donoghue. But um, <laughs> yeah. who, who wore it? Who would have wore, who would wear it better now? Uh, me. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it sort of was sort of fell out of picture. Like doing anything with footy, really. Then I sort of just did it cause to like play with my mates and yeah, stuff. Right. And I was yeah, I was not really um, that great to be honest when I was coming through. Yeah, under seventeens and whatnot. I was, yeah. Yeah, still look. taking a while to hit hit my straps. Yeah, yeah. Did you um? So did you get some like serious concussions? Yeah, I used to have a fair bit of trouble with it. So, um, they were a bit worried I wouldn't be able to play anymore, sort of thing. Yeah, right. Dad, um, mum and dad. I remember having a chat to them about whether I could should keep playing. Got some pretty bad ones, but yeah. um, been fingers crossed. I've been pretty lucky lately. Yeah, touch wood, eh? Um, yeah, right. Because that obviously. Like these days, probably more so than before, concussion's pretty um, serious thing, and it's probably being given the attention um, and treated um, the way it should be now compared yeah, to before with what you would have heard. So, yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully you're all good, sort of in that space with some of those knocks you copped earlier on. Yeah, I so I got yeah I got one when I was I think when I was playing at Curtin, I had when got scans and stuff on, and they it came through pretty all good. But it is good to see how how much more serious it gets taken now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I joked about the surfing before, but what other sports were you sort of passionate about um, or into when you were growing up aside from footy? Um, yeah, so pretty much did it all. Played um, like cricket when I was young, Friday Arvo's after school. Um, used to play organised table tennis. <laughs> <laughs> um, basketball was right into my basketball. <laughs> <laughs> um, like basketball was probably like my number one thing and then Yeah, right. Like ahead of footy for a uh, while? Uh yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely. And then um What actually what position quickly? Basketball. Uh, point guard mate. <laughs> oh, running the point here. Yeah. And then surfed um with quite often on the on the weekends yeah. and sometimes That's no shock and there. then uh we used to always had a boat and stuff, so love fishing and everything like that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So, um and actually, were you a skater? No. Nah, one thing I can't do is skate. Yeah, okay. Just dress like one sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I 
I wouldn't go the, that far. Those blue jeans, mate. You know the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> Straight <laughs> out the ones Tony, I want to recover. Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> you like those, don't you? I know, very Did good. You see so, Jacko's hat at training the other day? Yeah, you're throwing him straight under again, mate, till he listens to this, Jacko. But that's all right, sure. mate. Um, uh, so surfing, do you still surf now? Yeah, I try to. So when I moved up, I um, sort of didn't as much because I used to just think, like, it was obviously not the same as at home. Yeah. And battling the crowds up here. But um Rob <laughs> went away. But um nah, it's been it's really good for I've I enjoy it. Um it's good for me like mentally as yeah, a yeah. escape and everything and it's yep. good to get in the water. So even no, it's not quite the same. I've sort of just come to terms with it. It's like, yeah, just tough it out. So uh, yeah, I try to go as much as I can. Yeah. Try yeah, try to get a surf in a week normally. Yeah. Just nice. around Perth or go up to like Yanship or wherever. But Beautiful. Be good to go down south again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and do you reckon you've got most blokes at the club covered in the surfing department? I reckon there's a couple that would probably say that they um, the, do- the doctor reckon, Nathan yeah, Blake. I reckon, reckon he rates himself. I've heard Doc likes getting on the board, but um, yeah, I'd like to think I could <laughs> give him most back, run for their money. Back yourself in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and I would normally ask about any other sports you think you might still be decent at right now, but we'll get into that a little bit later, I reckon. Um, <sighs> so, yeah, okay. So in talking about like, the the, tradi- the development pathways, I obviously don't believe you followed the traditional path in terms of your junior footy, like you didn't play any development squad at Swans. You played minimal Colts before you moved into um, senior footy. Um, so you played... You didn't actually play junior footy at the Royals now, which I was going to ask you about because you're playing sort of this organised competition. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so your first taste at the Royals would have been under 17s footy. Um, just in terms of the the competition, Great Southern Football League. How many of the teams are actually situated within Albany? Because there are a couple of teams that aren't. Yeah. So there's um, there used to be a lot more. When I was younger, but now uh, there's four in Albany, I think, and then there's um, Mount Barker, Denmark, which are both like half an hour yep. out of town. But it used to be quite big. Like there used to be, like back in the day, there was all Katanning and yeah, right. it was really big. But yeah, it's sort of spindled down a bit. And who's the um, who's the big rivalry with r- Royals um, out across, of the clubs across the road is with Railways. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Railways is probably the main ones, especially now. Yeah. Back um, when I was younger, North were really North Albany were really good, but yep. now yeah, railways are on the other side of other side of the road, so they're yeah, the okay. ones. Um, and you mentioned that it was sort of a family club for Royals. Do you know how your family ended up sort of playing at the Royals as opposed to any of the other clubs? Um, my sure? old boy, um, his best mate sort of got him down when he was young. Yeah, yeah okay. and then. Uh, yeah, we've sort of just come through, yeah, and everyone's been down the way. We live like 500 metres, not yeah. even, yeah. up the road, so, yeah. Yeah, very nice. Um, and I, I think the South West had, uh, like, talking to Lockie Riley on the pod, had its own form of, like, development squad or representative footy, like, when you were, like, coming through as yep. a junior. Did uh, Where they even potentially played against like other waffle sides that had development squads or something like that. I can't remember without listening back to it. But were you involved in anything like that um, growing up? Any type of representative footy where you had to get picked yeah, in so juniors? No, I wasn't. <laughs> 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 um, they do have the 
Um, it's called the Storm, I believe, Great Southern Storm, which yep. is like I think it's sort of through Claremont, maybe. Yeah. Not really sure. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that's all through Claremont, and they um play in like different carnivals and all sorts against Southwest and don't know who else they play. I didn't go to any of the carnivals, but yeah, they um that's on. But I didn't. I got. I don't think I got. I don't think I got invited. And I, it was during summer, which, I, as I said, oh, okay. I was into my basketball. Yep. So, sort of, yeah. And as I was saying, didn't really, wasn't really excelling at footy. So that was sort of on the, on the back burner. Yeah, there. fair enough. Um, so you played under seventeens at Royals. How many? How many years of under seventeens did you play? So you played two years of under seventeens, and then into Colts. Into two Colts years of Colts. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah. Yep, two years of Colts. And um, given you touched on before when you moved to Perth to play Colts in the amateurs, did you play any senior footy for the Royals? Yep, played uh, a few league games, bit of resis down there. Okay. Yeah, played a bit of everything. Yeah, and any flags um, any in any competition for the Royals? So one, my junior year um, of under-17s, we won the flag. Oh, didn't offer much that day, I don't think. <laughs> but yeah, played hey, that you day. got a medal. Got a medal. That's all that matters. Um, and then Colts, my top age. I was actually that's when I started to go a little like, a bit better at footy. Um, I broke my collarbone um, in towards the end of the regular season and didn't play in the finals. But we won a flag then. Once again, got a medal. But <laughs> um, and then. Yeah, that was it. Lost us a Resi's flag, actually. Played in a reserves oh, game. Yeah. Kicked, I think, one goal six or something. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no. It was zero, one goal zero, six. Zero goals. Tommy. It was actually zero goals six, I oh, think. Mate. So, yeah, yeah cost us that day against Railways, I think. Yeah, but right. Yeah. So, nah, that, that was about it. Yeah, okay. Um, And what position did you play growing up? Were you always tall for your age? Nah. And was the leap always prominent? No, nah, I was tiny. Um, um, So, I played a bit of everywhere. Yeah, literally played everywhere. Played... Forward pocket, um, on half forward on the wing, playing half back. Jeez, bit of I got thrown around. <laughs> the Swiss Army knife, mate. Something must have been going wrong for you to be yeah. down at the back line. Yeah, <laughs> didn't learn much, obviously. But, um, <laughs> and then played a bit of full forward um, in my went top top age of Colts. Yeah, got a bit more height. But and what was the experience of um, playing senior footy? Because like, that would have been your first taste of probably playing against a lot bigger bodies, yeah, sort of senior so footy. I think I would have been 17 or 18. So, yeah, coming through, it's obviously a big deal then playing against men down there. But um, it was good. Um, obviously, it was good to develop playing against um, big bodies and stuff. But, yeah, I don't didn't play all year in league. Played, played a bit of resis as well. So, yeah. yeah. Just got, got by, transitioned in and got by and... Managed yeah, to be in and out. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, where you moved to Perth? At, how old were you when you moved to Perth? Um, eighteen, I think. Yep. Yeah. Moved out of home when I was eighteen. And did you yeah. did you move um, for footy or did you move for some for other reasons? No. Nah, as I said, I wasn't even really didn't know if I was going to play footy coming up. I was sort of even thinking about having a go at playing um, like basketball in the. I think it was called SBL. SBL, back then. yeah. Going through that, but um, nah, I just moved up for uni, and then 
obviously, as I said, I had a few mates go down to Curtin and thought it would be a good way to sort of get to know people and stuff, which was, yeah, it was really good. So loved it down there. Yeah. And so there were a couple other guys who'd moved from Albany as well. Yeah. Sort of a thing. We all did school and then had a gap year and saved up some coin and then came up and on the big smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was the living situation when you moved? I'm guessing it's the first time living out of home, away from the parents. Yeah, moved in with a few of my mates. So, as you could imagine, it was a good time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so mum, yeah, we got a rental and then sort of bounced around a few little rentals since then. Yeah, okay. Did you pull your weight? Of course. <laughs> and how did, you go, how, how did things go on the cooking front? Um, I've definitely grown a bit in the area. <laughs> But yeah, I wasn't I wasn't all that flash. I was high, probably pretty heavily dependent on my mum when I was at home, <laughs> as she'd probably say I still am. But um, nah, I was I'm okay. Yeah, not not special. But though. you can get by now. Yeah, get by. Sid looks after you now. Yeah, the missus does take good <laughs> care of me. Um, and you only played Colts at Curtin Wesley. You didn't get a chance to play any uh, senior footy there before you came to Swans. Uh, yeah, just Colts. So I spoke. Uh, they tried to get me to come down and train in the league from memory, maybe a little bit, but um, yeah, just played Colts footy there. Yeah, so you wouldn't have got a, you wouldn't have got a proper look or a taste of what a preseason looks like when at Curtin Wesley. No, <laughs> no, no. I didn't do much preseason. Yeah, okay, okay. And how did how did the like coming coming to Perth and and playing Colts there at Curtin? How did that compare to the footy in Albany at the time? Um, I don't know. It's a bit hard to tell because I sort of that's uh, when I. Like obviously the uh, the Colts comp was quite strong actually, but I'd sort of taken a few steps in my own development. Um, hit puberty, which helped. <laughs> but just uh, to keep it simple, summarise it. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was still quite lean and stuff, but sort of was started to be able to fit in a bit more physically, which definitely helped. Yep. Um, and you you came I'm guessing it was late in the year you came and played two Colts games for Swans at 2019 that would have been your first taste of it so was that purely just because Smarty had come to watch you play and sort of had invited you down or did you because you did you know Bones who was coaching yeah so Bones is my coach yeah yeah, yeah okay so Bones obviously knows Smarty so there's a bit of a connection there but yeah I was when I first got down to Curtin I was actually playing like half back sort of back line as I said, <laughs> used to be able to do it. And then I remember my old boy actually came up and watched me one day and I didn't get a kick. Like I was that bad. And I was like, I need to play in the forward line. Eh? So training that week, put myself at full forward. and then demanded that you play pretty in the Pretty much forward just <laughs> in the scratch match when sat myself at full forward. Not and much then has changed, did I? Bones, um, bones shifted the magnets and then had a few good games, um, kicked a couple snaggers and then I think, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure if Bones gave Smarty a bit of a bit of a call, and then Smarty came down and watched me, and I had a good day. And then, yeah, from there he just um, I actually went up on a surf trip and <laughs> didn't hear from him for a while, and then came back and then met with him, met with Smarty, and then he was like, "Yeah, come down." And then train I'd train with Curtin, I think one night a week, and then Swans maybe one or two nights a okay. week, and then sort of yeah, just came in and got the opportunity to play, which H- was how, great. So how long were you training? Like oh. with Colts four before you actually played, not long, like yeah. a week or two. Yeah, so you you would have played those two games at the back end of the yeah. season. Um, yeah, I remember I couldn't qualify for finals. I think yeah. so that because it was towards the end of the year. That's why I sort of yeah played two. I think two games and they were coming into the final, so I didn't want to keep 
me playing, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I can't remember to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you kicked six goals in your two games. Not a bad start at the at the Colts, averaging two a game. How did you um? How did you find it? Yeah, good. Um, didn't really know what to expect. I remember Greg came and picked me up. Um, Greg Harding. Yeah. Greg Harding came and picked me up. Took me. He claims to be the king of Albany, but Greg <laughs> does. say otherwise. Yeah, yeah he's right. an Albany boy. But yeah. um. Yeah, he came, picked me up, went down to South Freo, had an all right day, kicked two or something, one or two. And then, um, yeah, played not too bad. And then we went to Kalgoorlie the next week against Subi. And that's, yeah, I played uh, quite quite good that day. You, you, were, you were about to say a bit more and then try to be a bit modest then, didn't you? Nah. <laughs> But we lost. Greg sprayed us. Did he? Yeah. And did he go you directly or just the, the no, team? He, no, he didn't go me directly. <laughs> Pumped me up actually. <laughs> That's why you mentioned it. Oh, I wasn't I wasn't wondering about the spray, mate. <laughs> Gee, he's one of those, eh? Yeah. It feels good, doesn't it? Get pumped up when everyone else's confidence right? Nah. That was between the leagues. <laughs> yeah. Um so and after that at the end of that year, so after those couple of Colts games, you were too old. To play Colts and then decided yep. to come back and have a crack and do a pre-season with the senior group? Yep. So, yeah, when I moved up, I was 18 and then turned 19. So, I think those two Colts games, I might have even been, like, in that top age sort of bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, obviously had that extra year after school um, still back home. And then, yeah, I can't even really remember coming down to my first pre-season. But... <laughs> Yeah, came down to seniors and Might got have into the where you're at. <laughs> got into the program <laughs> stage. Um, yeah, and before we get into like the, your your time in senior footy, could you was there any ever a time where you could have ended up at a different waffle club? Because obviously Claremont have Albany in their zone. Uh, yeah, was, was that ever on the radar? Was that ever a chance of happening? No, nah, no, nah, never. So yeah. I was, I had a few mates down at Claremont, but I was. Had no interest in going there. I had, um, I was, yeah, I was very grateful that the opportunity Swans gave me and wanted to make the most of it. Yeah. So yeah. And and so even when you came to Perth and you were playing for Curtin before Swans had got in touch with you, there's no thought of any other waffle club, or there wasn't nah. anything like that in terms. Of you had mates at a different waffle club who were telling you to come down and have a crack or anything like that. Nah, not at all. I wouldn't have even. Yeah, I didn't really know. I wouldn't have just gone out of my way to do anything like that sort of just Marty coming down and initiating yeah, yeah. was for showing that interest was yeah yeah got me in, involved in the yep. system and we're we're lucky for it aren't we yep. yeah yeah <laughs> so you get through um your first pre-season and before I ask how that was if you can remember anything from it did you follow Waffle much did you like know any of the blokes that were at the club or at Swans or anything no, like that? No idea, really. I know Noddy. Noddy's Tony Knott. Yeah. Iconic, obviously. Yeah. I remember seeing him on the TV, but um, yeah, that was about it, the extent of it. What yeah. do you want me to say that I knew you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. Wouldn't have expected you to know me at that point <laughs> at all. Um, and yeah, so how was the pre-season? Do you, like, what do you remember from it? Was it a bit of an eye-opener? Uh, no, nah, so now that I remember, I'm pretty sure that was the COVID year. So yeah, it was but very we, interrupted. Yeah, but we still would have gotten through a fair chunk yes. before any of that hit because that didn't really – COVID didn't really hit properly for us until, like, practice matches. Yeah, so um, – Which would have been, like, Mar- that they would have come – that would have been, like, March. Yeah, so from memory, I, I would have – I think I went back. Obviously, I'd normally go home over the um, – 
holidays from my uni and stuff. And then I think I came back up in January. Yeah. Got stuck into it um, well, to an extent. And then, <laughs> um, yeah, I can't recall it that much, but yeah. I do remember obviously had the COVID stuff here. It sort of was always sort of up in the air when, when it was going to come around and then that sort of stuff here. And I think I went back home and trained a bit down there by myself. But, yeah, yeah. I can't remember too much. Yeah, okay. Um, were you nervous coming down to yeah. train at a Waffle Club at that level? 100%. I would have been really Did nervous. you know anyone here um, when you when you nah, got down? So that was the thing. Like coming into Colts, I remember like especially coming into Colts, I was really ne- like a bit nervous. Like everyone was from Bunbury and stuff. So I knew, did not know anyone. But um, so I made a few sort of mates towards the back end of my playing those few Colts games. yeah. yeah. And then sort of coming into pre-season with the seniors, they were sort of the only crew that I really knew already. But then um, got to gel with everyone else, which was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously COVID hits after we've been training for a while. So you actually went back home during that, did you say? I think so, yeah. And spent the time there. Maybe. So COVID, like, did that come at a frustrating or a bad time for you or not really? You weren't too too phased about it in terms of footy? Um, yeah, so obviously it's pretty hard. Um, like we got it pretty good compared to like you hear a lot of the boys over East went through and stuff. Yeah. But um, it's, it always sort of seemed pretty realistic that we were going to play. But it was just I think the season got cut down to – Eight games. Yeah, so when you do the pre-season, like pre-season stuff, it is a bit frustrating. But, um, yeah – is what it is really isn't it and when we came back from that COVID break did you feel like you were a chance to play any league footy yeah I think so now that I look back on it I'm not sure what I was thinking <laughs> that doesn't surprise me so, I was always expecting that to be your answer um yeah I can't really remember that much I remember playing the resis and obviously at the start I was just trying to earn me stripes sort of thing yeah and then I think I played a few all right games I can't I definitely wasn't dominating, but um, played okay. And then I think that's when I got my chance later that year. You did. Big Nobes got suspended. Is that what caused it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you about that. So, you like, because asking you about whether you thought you were a chance to play league footy, you, you still are a pretty skinny bloke, but yeah. you were very skinny at the time. And there's yeah. that famous photo of the goal <laughs> celebration showing just how yeah. skinny you were really, really well, I thought oh you might have passed out from giving it that <laughs> big celebration um so but yeah because you, you you played reserves and I think um you're going at close to two goals a game in your six games so you, you like you said maybe not setting the world on fire you kicked two goals the week before your league debut against um East Perth did you have any so with Nobes getting – so you've said that Nobes obviously got suspended. So when that happened, did you have any inkling or feeling that you might be the one to get the call up for the Perth game or did you think there are other guys that might have been in front? Um, I can't really remember. I remember – I actually remember, um, yeah, Pickers spraying me one day because I wasn't going to the gym before training. Like that. So this is just when you're playing reserves? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but I can't remember too much. I was – I think – I, th- I thought I was thereabouts for a few games, but obviously we had quite a um, we had a pretty solid forward line then. I think from memory we had obviously Nobes and Big Lee. I'm pretty sure was playing. Uh, was Noddy, Noddy was playing Noddy forward was that playing year forward, too. Yeah, so it was pretty. They had a few big fellas, and I was um, yeah, I wasn't 
the frame probably wasn't quite ready. I think I was playing about 72 kegs. You so might have been playing as like the fourth forward. Yeah. Fourth tall. Yeah, probably <laughs> small forward. But um, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember too much now, to be honest. But I mean, uh, yeah, Nobes going out is sort of what got, gave me that opportunity towards the end of the year. So you have Nobes to thank for that? Um, yeah. <laughs> reluctantly, <laughs> thank, reluctantly thank. Bit of a love-hate relationship going on there. Nah. Um, uh, when did you find out? We'll have to get him on. When did you find out you were debuting? Do you remember when you found out? Um, yeah, I. So I think Smarty and Pickers got me into the office downstairs, and they um told me I was playing. I was pretty ecstatic. Um, that, that would have been on like the Thursday, like the Thursday or something. Yeah, after training or whatever. I think from memory, but um, and they wanted me to call the parents and stuff, which was all pretty cool yep. considering like. It all happened pretty quickly, to be honest, from playing, not knowing if I was going to play footy and then playing Colts at ammo level to then getting a shot to play league footy at Waffle yeah. within probably like eight months. or well, I'm not sure how long it was, but yep. yeah, it happened pretty quickly. So that was a pretty cool little moment for me. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And what was the experience? Like you generally don't forget your first um, league game. Who do you remember? Did anyone present you Guernsey or was that not happening with COVID? Yeah, I got the jersey presented. And do you remember who presented it to you? Oh, nah, no, he had a few cans. I oh, not that. Simo, Justin Simpson. Yeah, I think <laughs> oh, so. Mate, that's, he won't like hearing this that you <laughs> just don't really know who he is properly. Yeah. had a few cans. As, but as you can, yeah, I don't have the best memory as you can <laughs> probably tell, but um, yeah. One of the great backs, one of the great defenders at the club. Kicked five in a prelim here, which he'll tell you about. I've got to get him. I've got to get him on here actually to tell <laughs> that story again. But yeah, so he handed you the Guernsey. Yeah, from Nice memory. left footer yep. to another left footer. There you go. Um, but, yeah, he yeah, went through all that sort of stuff, which was cool before the game. And what was the experience like of the game itself? What, were you nervous heading in? Did you sleep much before? Like, what are your recollections of the day? It was a pretty – it was actually a pretty big um, day. It was like a really yeah, good no, – it, it was actually um, a really good crowd was, with Nadoc crowd. It was um, Riggers 100. 200. About his fourth time yeah, that he played his 200th was sorry, the only joke. Sorry, Riggs. I can't say it was your 100th. But yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, so it was Riggs 200th. Yeah. So it was for big, about the fourth time. Yeah, big day. So everyone was down. And um, there was a bit of hype around um, Denver Granger and Logan McDonald too. I oh think yeah, that drew that, some crowd that yeah, day. That, that was that day as uh, well. Around, so. Yeah. So what were, your, what were your recollections um, of the experience? Were you nervous going in? Oh, yeah. Obviously, would have been really nervous. Can't remember that much. But, um, I remember the first time I went near the bowl, I sort of met, um, is it Rogers? Matty Rogers, Matty yeah. Matty Rogers. And we both like turned to pick it up and bumped into each other. And he's a pretty thick set. And he <laughs> sent, I was like, geez, we don't know if I'm ready for this. <laughs> Shake me in my boots a bit. But, um, <laughs> That's a bit of a welcome to the lake. Yeah, that was my first experience going near the pill. But then, um, yeah, sort of eased into it and... Got a few kicks. I um, can't remember exactly. I think he had eleven, three yeah. marks. So I think the big, the the big moment was the, or the the moment was the goal that everyone would remember yeah, or would have seen. Sausage from fifty five out. Um, oh, sure, it was fifty five. Or was it fifty? Half time siren. Or was it fifty? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll go fifty five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's sort of. So it was, it was a good day for you, and we and we won that day too. Yeah, we did win. Yeah. Good win. Yeah. So when twenty twenty. Finished. You obviously got a taste. You play. You played the one league game. Did you feel sort of a, a bit more motivated and driven heading into that next preseason and expecting maybe to play a full um, 
season of league in 2021? Um, yeah. So, yeah, not being in any sort of development programs or anything growing up, I sort of was pretty new to me. Like, um, still obviously being around guys who, um, like Jesse and stuff, you learn a lot um, about like professionalism and stuff like that. So, it was, I think it was a really good learning experience for me, just um, picking up. Um, what what it takes and obviously talking to pickers and learning um, well I have to go get some put a bit of weight on and work on my body and then yeah I sort of I assume I, yeah would have after getting that one game I'm pretty sure it made me pretty hungry just to really try and crack in and cement a spot going into the next season so yeah yeah and did you have a good pre-season and get to the end of it thinking you might be playing round one and that would because that would have been your first uh, full full preseason as well, pretty much yeah. first proper senior preseason. Yeah, so that was twenty twenty two. Is it? Nah, twenty end of twenty twenty, leading into twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, yeah. So that would have been my yeah probably my f- first full preseason. Yeah, and that's when I I think I did some work with Spack that preseason in the gym. Braden Spackman. Braden yeah. Spackman, which was really good. He sort of. Helped me with my diet and um, put a few kilos on me, which was good. He's a very good man in that area, isn't he? Yeah, he's knows, a genius. Knows what he's doing. He's a genius back. Jeez, so. that's a big endorsement for him. Yeah. Shout out. I'll have to get him on, actually. Yeah, speak do, it, that. do it. Um, so, yeah. Thanks, back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you thought you might have been playing round one by the end of that, that pre-season? Uh, maybe. Did I play round one? I'm not <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, yeah, but do you remember what it, what it felt like? Nah. So, yeah, well, yeah you, you came out with a bit of a bag because you actually kicked four goals oh, against yeah, Claremont. Right. I do <laughs> so I'm surprised you don't, didn't remember that that's off top right. of your And you actually ended up playing the first nine games of the season yeah, in the so league side. You kicked kick 17 goals, so nearly two a game. So you were, you were ticking, well, goals aren't everything, but you were ticking along in the goals column at a decent rate. Yeah, I remember that sort of, oh, I, was still, I was still learning a bit about myself and what um, I could offer. And I sort of, back then I was sort of judging myself probably a bit too much on goals. And I was, yeah, <laughs> I was, uh, I kicked a few, I think. And then that first game I remember against Claremont, I think I got a cork or something. So I just stayed pretty deep. I don't know how much ground I covered, but kicked a few sausages. Probably not much. Yeah, probably not much, but yeah, it was good to get a few on the local town that day. I think we <laughs> lost that game though. In, yeah, we bit, did. in a bit of a shootout. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, yeah. No, spot on. Remind me. Yeah, <laughs> well, I played in it as well, mate. So I experienced the loss <laughs> too. Um, so yeah, you played those nine games, and you did end up being dropped after two quieter games in a row, and yeah. then. For the rest of the year, you played only two more league games in the back half of the season and the rest of the time in the reserves. So how did you sort of take that being dropped and having to bide your time in the reserves again after it might have felt like you'd you'd cemented a spot might be the wrong word, but you'd played consistent league footy for the um, front half of the year. So yeah, how did you how did you take all that and, and did you learn much from that experience? Uh, definitely. Um I think, like I said, I was sort of um, – so I was kicking a few goals, but I wasn't really um, that um, impactful, I don't think, in other areas, which is something I'd, I've definitely had to work on. And going back to the twos, I think we had a – we were going quite well maybe at the time in the twos, and it was it was good to um, get back. Still had, a, like, a lot of mates in the twos and stuff as well. And, yeah, that definitely would have been good for me. I, obviously, at the time, I wouldn't have been – too impressed about it, I don't think. But, um, <laughs> Which is not unusual for anyone. 
yeah for anyone yeah <laughs> but um now nah, sticking out in twos was definitely i'm not sure how many games i would have played but yeah i think you played seven i think yeah. you played 11 league seven reserves that year yeah and then i think yeah i was got a few opportunities towards the back end of Late. the year yeah but um yeah i was probably didn't have the year i would have hoped overall yeah yeah so did you did you get to the end of 2021 and feel comfortable yet sort of at Waffle level, or you reckon you weren't quite there yet? And, um, and the reason I ask is because from that point onwards, you haven't played any reserves footy. You've yeah. only played league footy. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I think I definitely felt um, comfortable at level. It was more just, um, yeah, I don't know. Like that sort of year, I sort of think was proving to myself and being able to build confidence at the level. Yep. And then um, obviously playing the resis just motivated me really to really lock down a spot and start to be a um, like key contributor really, mm -hmm. which I think hopefully since then um, it's definitely helped my development, yeah. Yeah, and did you, do you think much changed in the summer of 2021 heading into 2022? Like do you remember anything changing in terms of realising the work you needed to put in or, or working harder and probably being um, – a little bit more focused or disciplined on what you're doing in terms of footy or do you think it was just like a natural um, more of a natural sort of um progression a bit of both definitely i was still developed like i said i was quite a late bloomer so i was um like when i was what 21 22 i was still um like growing and sort of filling out not that i filled out that much but <laughs> I was still sort of, yeah, developing. But I think, like I said, being around guys like um, who'd been in the system, like Jesse, yourself, um, the boys coming over from Vic who'd been high-level systems, like I said, I wasn't um, exposed to that as a kid really. So um, didn't I think that whole experience was just um, really good for me to sort of learn and see what it takes. And then that, um, yeah, I remember focusing pretty on my running because I think I've always sort of thought like it was a decent runner, but I think getting um, a bit more out of um, my time in the off season was definitely helped yep. in that in that period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if my memory serves me correctly, with the way we had our team set up, I reckon in that preseason heading into. 2022 it felt like it was a bit of a battle between you and Paddy Farrant for the one spot yeah. in the forward line do you did you feel that and do you, do you remember it like that at the time um mm, I'm not sure if I saw it as a battle I remember I'm um, really enjoying playing with Paddy he's pretty um he's a bit of a live live wire himself he um would have a pretty good highlight reel so I remember that preseason um yeah not I didn't really see it as competing with him no I just saw it as um, like, yeah, really enjoyed the experience playing with him, to be honest. Yeah. And do you feel comfortable at the level now? Uh, do you think you feel comfortable yet? Yeah, I feel like I'm relatively comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And where do you sort of, I suppose, see yourself now moving forward, like in terms of your, your own game and then also the club? Um, yeah, so terms of my own game I still think I've got a fair bit of development to go still got a lot to learn um, add a few more strings to my bow but um, hopefully I can continue to grow I feel like genuinely my um, generally my um, career so far has been on a steady up upward trajectory so hopefully I can continue that well and keep got the word <laughs> out <well done. laughs> continue to um, yeah 
add facets to my game. But yep. um, obviously the team this year hasn't quite um, got where we wanted. But I think um, we're definitely heading in the d- right direction. Yep. And we were going through the change of coach and stuff. Everything, there's a bit of turnover. And so plus, a bit unlucky with some yeah. of those close games. Could have been a lot different, I suppose, the latter position. Exactly. But, um, yeah, you can't judge everything upon the how you're going on the ladder. I think there's a lot of stuff that happens internally. And yep. then, um, yeah, I think we're on the, on the right path, hopefully. Yeah, yep, Continue to show good signs towards the end of this year. And mm-hmm. then... Um, yeah, set, a, set ourselves up for next year. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, all right, so on to, on to your high flying and your mark, your mark of the year. So yeah. although there is a lot more to you, I think you just touched on continuing to add facets to your game and I think you have added sort of layers to your game, but you are known first and foremost for your high flying and your big marks and your willingness to probably fly it a lot, um, which is part of your role. Yeah. How did that come about or develop um because it sounds like you're smaller so it's not something you always did as a kid so and flying for marks like that and getting them at the highest point that's not necessarily something that all guys are comfortable with doing so how did that sort of develop um so my old man has got a bit of a reputation back home in the country leagues and stuff as being able to take a big juke big dangle but um (laughs) so I, i could say i probably maybe got it from him yep um, he always encouraged me to just back yourself and jump early and stuff. So uh, I took a couple when I was younger, um, a couple of big ones. But, yeah, something that I definitely think is one of my strengths being quite a long frame. I think when I jump I can get higher than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just backing myself. I think like building my confidence through the years and learning um, different ways to try and get um, a run and jump and sort of – has definitely helped me be able to take a few more recently. Yeah. But I think I still got a lot to learn in that area. Yep. Do you reckon you're um this would be interesting actually. Do you, do you reckon you're the best mark at the club? <laughs> <laughs> um we've got a lot of good marks. Obviously the great Tony Knot and yourself taking a few jukes, but um not and nobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was also, I was going to leave him out and you're reluctant to mention him. I reckon he might have you covered Calls still. himself buckets, but um, <laughs> nah, I think I've got him covered, nobs, especially nobs. <laughs> He's pretty good out in the lead. I don't know. I reckon he might have you covered. He took 10 marks a few weeks ago. All uncontested. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nobs caught that. Actually, you know, I'm glad you answered that way because Nobs, you're going to have to get on here to defend yourself <laughs> listening to this yeah, as no the ch- elder statesman. You're going to have to come on here and let, let him know. Good luck getting him when he's <laughs> out on the farm. But um, yeah, he'd be a great good listen, Nobs. Yeah. So you won Mark of the Year last year. Yeah. Took a big one against Subiaco here at Steel Blue in Bassendine. Yep. Do you reckon that's the best mark you've taken? Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> better ones than that confidently I, I didn't actually think that one was that good when I took it I remember I spoke to <laughs> right, the, mate. I spoke over to, here I can't even get off the ground <laughs> I spoke to dad after the game I was like did it look, did it look all right he's like, he like yeah it was not too bad and then sort of <laughs> got that the old man and then don't mind that um yeah it was a, yeah I think I've taken big ones but um that yeah got the job done and do you know you took the mark on uh yep <laughs> who was it uh, Putt, is it? Um, Lewis Putt, maybe? Oh, yeah, Putt, yeah. Uh, he's a ruckman, quite a tall, yeah. tall, quite a tall man. <laughs> I knew you'd want to add that in. <laughs> I knew the answer to that. <laughs> I knew you'd want to add that in. And um, you won five grand. 
So yep, where did that go? Where did, where did that go? What did that go towards? <laughs> um, well, yeah, well, I was a uni student, not working too much. That would have so been big for you. Yeah, just living <laughs> expenses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the even the old Albany advertiser gave it a run. I was able to find a bit of bit of coverage on that, and you got a bit of airtime during the Waffle Grand Final, yep. and which you, I'm no doubt you would have been pretty happy about that. And, well, oh. it, one as, in one aspect, I think you're getting your face on television. You <laughs> might say you weren't happy, but I know you and you would have been. Uh, but tell us about <laughs> – shaking his head – tell us the story which we were talking about off-air before this pod because the way you explained it, I didn't really know. It was, it was pretty funny. Tell us about it. Oh, uh, yeah, so – yeah, I got the call up to just a little interview. They were pre-recording it, I think, for the um, halftime of the league or something. And it was the league grand, the waffle yeah, grand final. Yeah. yeah, and it was on um, our our um, silly Sunday or whatever, um, Mad Monday, whatever Mad you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I wasn't too happy. I had to miss out on that and cop some punishments for for, being that, late. for being late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so had to go and do the duty, which was fine. And then yes, yeah, so I wasn't. Too good with the media. <laughs> yeah, so you run us through it. Choked up a bit. Run, yeah, but run us well, through they, it. Yeah, they Come gave, on, they gave the me story. a bit of a um, rundown on how things were going to go. And then um, the fella told me he was handing over to the, the Kia bloke to give a bit of a As rundown a sponsor. on a sponsor. Yeah. Yep. Shout out Kia. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. and Before throwing to so throwing yeah. to yourself after the Kia guy was the yeah, plan. Yeah, that was the plan that I thought. Was gonna um, yeah. But once the cameras came on, he sort of gave a little introduction <laughs> and flicked it to me and I was <laughs> caught um, pretty stumped and just ended up, yeah, saying an explicit word and then said, can we start again? <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, rattled you. really choked up in the moment, to be honest. <laughs> but, um, yeah, lucky it, lucky it wasn't live actually, otherwise I would have been in big trouble. But, yeah, so that's, I hope. They scrapped that one. I hope there's no footage of that anywhere. And then we recorded one. I don't think that was much better, to be honest. But, um, yeah. And did you get to keep a big check or no? Nah. So they... Were you a bit flat about that? I didn't even think about it, to be honest. And then on, when I left, I was like, I should have kept the big um, thing they give you to hold up. Because um, I think... Is it Bain- Bainey said he kept his when he won gold? Gold, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that'd be... Could have brought it to Mad Monday, but nah, I didn't keep it. Maybe the goal of the year is just more impressive than the market. Maybe. I actually started that chain of play for Mitch Bain, so I reckon <laughs> I should have got some of the money. Handballed it, won Everyone, the ball back, handballed it. Everyone's a piece of pie, <laughs> mate. Um, all right, so I mentioned something about earlier, something about sports you might see yourself as decent at now, mm. and one sport you're right into, and I've heard that you rate yourself at is golf. So yeah. when, did you, when did you start getting into golf? Yeah, um, love, love playing golf. Play, been playing a lot actually. Been on school holidays, so been cracking into me golf lately. But um, started playing, we'd play in Albany um, growing up um, with my mates and dad and stuff. We'd play a bit, um, but never really took it that seriously. And then that was actually my 21st birthday present, got Schmidt clubs and then... Beautiful. Who, who took from, off from there? Who the clubs oh, from? yeah, just the family sort of. No, no, but like which brand oh, I've got of a, clubs? Got shout a, them out. You might get it. You never know. Sponsored you. <laughs> got some Mizunos in there, Titleist. Oh, a bit of everything. Um, yeah, a bit of mix-up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, w- like when did you reckon you first start? Did you get into it more when you moved to Perth? Yeah, so not so much my first year, I don't think. And then um, 
yeah, really started playing a bit and then it's been a bit up and down journey since then. <laughs> and what do you hit off now? Do you hit off like a uh, I don't have a handicap. Yeah. Nah, but I'm, I'm not sure. I'd say I'd, I'm not sure what I'd be at. Um, probably somewhere around like, I'm not that great, like a 12 or something yeah, maybe, okay. 11, 12. Yeah. Not sure. Yeah. And Shot a 36 at Wembley. That was my claim to fame. Gee, there you go. Yeah. That's nice. Thanks, man. You'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah. And best course in Perth? Um, or almost enjoyable, either one. Played with your uncle at CV. I'm sure that's shout that, out. Is that what you're fishing for? No, but no, I'm <laughs> actually not. But he will enjoy that. Um, He'll be listening. Played down at Aralua, and that's pretty nice. Um, but yeah, just normally play at Wembley and stuff. That's yeah. quite close to home. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And does the Albany have decent golf course or courses? Yeah, there's a um, the, um. One at home that all my mates and stuff are members at. Quite really hard course, actually, if you're looking for a hard course to play. <laughs> okay. But, um, so you've not done too well at it then? <laughs> nah, it's got the better of me. <laughs> it's a link style course, as they say, and yeah, I've, uh, I've struggled down Yeah, there. right. And who at the club do you think has the biggest gap between how good they think they are at golf and how good they actually are? Nobes. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nobes was quite... No, he's quite good. Since having kids, he's dropped off a bit. Um, <laughs> Come on, can't do Yeah. Uh, anyone? Anyone else? Kempy used to be really good. Uh, who thinks they're better than they are? Out of because there's a few that play. I don't know. Jacko says he plays, but I've never seen him swing one. <laughs> I don't reckon he'd be that good. <laughs> so maybe I'm going to say mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jacko again. Yep. Caught that, Jacko. Um, and where do you rank yourself in the pecking order of golfers at the club? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and don't start with modesty now. <laughs> uh, Is there anyone who's got you covered? Nah, I back myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a few players at the club. Jordan, young Jordan Bushby's new up and comer in the golf <laughs> game. Tobe's pretty good. Toby Watson, yeah. Kempe used to be really good, but um, dropped off a bit. I've got him covered the last few times. Got him, got his number, but. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's good. A lot of boys play. It's a good way to get out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And before we move on to the next uh, section, what's you, what do you th- give us thoughts on the live live golf and that whole situation? What do you, where do you stand on it? Um, I don't know. It's money making sort of setup. But would you would you would you convert over if you were in the same position? Do you reckon? <laughs> nah, nah. Traditionalist. Yeah, mate. a bit of a traditionalist. Yeah. yeah, okay. So not not that big a fan of it. No, nah, I haven't followed it that much, to be honest. Yeah, okay. If Smith wasn't on it, I probably wouldn't have even looked at it. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. All right, I just had to have a little restroom stop, so we'll pick up where we left off. Uh, just finish off touching on the golf, which you're pretty happy with, like yourself, in that area, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, and another quick one. You're a um, Bombers fan. Yep. How'd that come about? Uh, Granddad's a Bombers fan. Got me a membership when I popped out, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Straight away, jumped, tried to get me to come um, because the rest of the family is Eagles. Oh, really? And yeah. So, so it's just you and your granddad. Yep. Really? So, yeah, yeah. That's so pretty cool. Changed. And the only um, the only other thing I wanted to mention about that quickly is are you aware it's been sixty thousand eight hundred eighty nine days oh. since Essendon won a final? <laughs> Heard it all before, mate. Heard it all before. <laughs> any, are they any danger anytime soon? Considering you're an Eagles fan, mate, I think you can pipe down. Well, we're just talking about. Eagles, I think, won a final more recently than Bombers did. Maybe even a flag more recently. Mate, we're t- going to finish top four this year. So oh, I don't know up. about that. I'm not sure about that. Um, all right, nicknames. 
So shifter, just tell us where that came from and what it means. Um, honestly, don't really know. To be honest, <laughs> it was no. I think it was um, Nobes's mates started it. Maybe yeah, in a group chat or something of theirs, and then somehow it's just infiltrated the club, and now that's sort of what I go by. Yeah, okay. So we might have to get Nobes on again for a bit of a rundown yeah. on your nickname too. Yeah, you might have to explain. I yeah. To be honest, I don't really know they where it came from. It's they, a good one. I think I'm. They, yeah. Shifty, that's sort of how it started. <laughs> you do give that vibe off a little bit. Yeah, and then, yeah, it's sort of taken off from there. I don't mind it. It's a, it's a good nickname, yeah, actually. It's, I, it's, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Another, I, I've had a lot worse. Yeah, oh, such as? Keep that to me, sir. <laughs> well, another one that, another one I've got that you may have heard, Yeah. That was, this was passed on to me by a certain follower of the club, is that mm. you're known as the Milky Way Kid, <laughs> which, uh, which, to be honest... Well, I might have to roll that out amongst the group because I reckon there's a bit of a resemblance. Yeah, Pruya is actually saying that up. <laughs> yeah, that's where it's come from. I actually had to Google it because I didn't know who Milky Way really? was. Really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And I reckon we might have to try and get that happening yeah, at the club. It's a bit of a mouthful, I think, but Shifter, I think Shifter's fine. The other one is Tom the Second, which, because you, you... No one's ever called me that. So. Oh, I have. You yeah, might, you, you might, and also Tom the first, Tom Smith. You might agree with it as mm. laying claim to the most prominent Tom at the club. Nah. No, <laughs> there's no traction there. <laughs> okay, all right. We might just try and go with Milky Way kid. <laughs> um, just quickly on, so getting drafted AFL. Did that ever, did that ever come into your mind as something that you really wanted to do? Have you ever had that type of ambition um, at any stage? Yeah, well, obviously growing up, it's sort of every kid's dream, really, I think, that yeah. plays footy. But obviously the pathway I took wasn't really, well, wasn't on the cards when I was um, yeah. coming through as a junior. But, um, yeah, it was something that you definitely wouldn't say no to. Uh, so what about when you started playing here? Um, yeah, I wasn't really, didn't really have the output, I don't think, to for it to be on yeah. the cards. I yeah. think I played in a... State development game, sort of in what that I literally played two games of Colts and then played in something like that, and there was a um uh, there, yeah there wasn't much going on but I yeah sort of came on the scene a little bit and then yeah nah but um yeah obviously like every every kid's dream but yeah has anything come your way recently in terms of that uh nah not not really yeah oh well, you never know I reckon got the got the right attributes so. Thanks, mate. <laughs> any any recruiters listening, <laughs> come have a watch yep. tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. So tell us what you do with yourself outside of footy, because we know being a semi in a semi professional competition, it's not the only thing that you do because you have to do something else. So unless you're really lucky, so tell us tell um, us what you do. Yeah. So uh, I pretty much just saved up a bit when I worked in Albany and then so I could focus on studying. So I just moved up and studied. What did you do in Albany to save up? I worked at Abattoir. Which is? Oh, Abbot sorry, at an Abattoir. Yeah, yep. yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Fletcher's, yeah. it was called. So yeah, worked there, saved up a bit of, bit of coin and then moved up, studied human biology and sports science, did a double major in that, um, passed that and then... Recently completed my master's of teaching, like just a couple of weeks ago. So, congratulations! Teaching mate. jobs out there. Well done. <laughs> Advertisement. So, yeah, um, I'm phys ed teacher now. Yeah. Um, gonna hopefully start doing some relief and stuff. Yep. This term and, and then looking for a full time gig. Yep. 
Yeah, beautiful. So that's sort of the plan at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And and what do you do um, for a bit of balance uh, to sort of get away from footy and work or study? Or, or do you need to – do you feel like you need to do anything in that area? Yeah, uh, in terms of like um, hobbies and stuff. Yeah, just like – because obviously sometimes you, yeah. you might feel like you need to get away from 100%. purely footy and, and work or study, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> – so yeah, spend a fair bit of time playing golf. Yeah, that's um, the main. That's probably going the main surfing. One. Try surf as much as I can. That's yep. really good. Um, they're probably the main ones. Yep. Now. Yep. So, so you take clears, up a fair bit of time. Clears your mind, takes your mind off things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, which is pretty important, especially if yeah. you're a bit of a footy nuffy, which like yeah. a few of us are. Yeah, I try. I try not to spend too much time thinking about it outside. We're here quite a bit. So Do you watch a lot of footy? Uh quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah. of AFL. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so now we move on to some of the more anticipated segments in the podcast game. So we'll see how we'll see how you go with these. The first one, quick fire questions, so they're pretty All right. pretty straightforward, mate. Pretty pretty easy. So best sledge you've heard or copped, if any. And if you haven't, then that's okay. We'll move on to the next one. But do you remember ever hearing um, or copping any? Nah, nothing that no. great. Obviously, when you wear a helmet, you cop some shock and like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, nothing. Any any no- funny ones or not really? Nothing in particular. No one's that witty, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. No one's that witty. Hey? Oh, all right. Hardest training session you've done to date? Um, obviously climbing the mountain down home, Bluff Knoll. Bluff Knoll, yeah. Um, quite hard, but uh, uh, when the SAS guy salty came in yeah sort of he got me number i think the yeah. first, especially the first time <laughs> on the beach with the steel bars that was probably that's probably the one from last pre-season that's probably the one to be honest yeah the, yeah okay the, the more card, so than bluff Knoll. yeah that card game we did a card game run out the hill a at few Kings years Park, ago with ted yep, yeah that was quite challenging but nah i reckon the salty one with the steel bar on the beach yeah so basically the andy budge regime coming in this last pre-season yeah but, but it's just probably um, been a good thing for you too because you, you might have benefited the most out of anyone from this preseason we've just done, I reckon. Yeah, um, yeah, it was good, really good. Budge was good to me. Got built the tank and stuff. So yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I think you um you got through. You would might have been one of the few that just about got through all of it. Yeah, didn't miss a session. Hundred percent attendance. There you go, <laughs> and you're reaping the benefits now. Um, what's your? Yeah, you've probably already answered this, but what's your favourite thing to do in your downtime or is there anything outside of footy about you that people wouldn't expect? Because um, I'm guessing your favourite downtime things are surfing and golf, but is there anything outside of – like Lockie Riley reading books um, completely through me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm reading. I do try read. Yeah. Especially when I don't have union stuff on. So I'm reading at the moment. But um, nothing in particular. They're the main ones. What type of books do you read? I'm reading a book called The Alchemist at the moment. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. So, a bit of reading. Yeah. bit of a reader. Might have to join the book parent book club, unofficial book club going on at the footy club. Yeah. Well, Pruy sending me books to read as well. Oh, so really? Yeah. There you go. Build the knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But, no, nah, nothing in particular. Mainly just, um, yeah, like I said, surfing and playing golf. Yeah. Yeah. Which are two good things to be doing in your downtime. Yeah. Um, What's the last TV series you watched? Are you much of a TV watcher? Uh, not really. Watched not many series, to be honest. Actually watched uh, watched Ted Lasso on oh, yeah. Apple TV. Good? Yeah, I didn't mind it. 
yeah. something to do while the um, missus was away. Yeah, right. It's rated pretty highly. Yeah, it was good. I would recommend. Yeah. Um, all right. This is always a good one. Three, three people you'd take to dinner, anyone, dead or alive. And then after that, I want the three current teammates that you'd take with you to that dinner. Uh, who would I take to dinner? Uh, if you can't think of three random people, whatever. If there's one or two, just, yeah. Um, John Daly. He'd be good. <laughs> good quality, I reckon. <laughs> bit, that'll be loose. Yeah. Um, give me um, LeBron, maybe. Yeah. MJ, someone like that. Yeah. And... Yeah, okay. Yeah, go on. Who else would be good? Um, we'll go John John Florence. Oh, yeah. Be yeah. Interesting one. Interesting combination. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say, if you didn't say MJ, I'd be surprised because I reckon your wallpaper and your phone that you're rolling with is MJ playing golf for quite a while if it's not <laughs> still the case Yeah, with maybe. a cigar in his mouth. Maybe. Yeah. You're one of those blokes that probably what, try to get your hands on some cigars if we won a flag. Nah, mate. <laughs> All right, there. Three teammates you'd take with you to that dinner. Current teammates. <laughs> and you have to name three. I don't want four. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's what makes it an interesting, interesting question. Um, so I can only take three. Yeah, three current teammates you take them with you to the dinner with the three other people. I'll just take... My forward line buddies, Nobes, so, Jonesy and Chook. Okay. No Jacko. So we can talk forward craft. No Jacko. No, uh, Jacko can stay home. <laughs> and which teammate would you avoid? To, and, you know, which teammate would you avoid in general? Would you not room with? Would you not take to the dinner? Who's uh, the one? At you'd the be up there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Um, fish normally rinses me of my chips, so... Maybe him. Rinses you on your chips. Eats me chips. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you going with fish? Because you only can go with one. Nah, fish is pretty good quality. Um, I don't know. We've got a pretty good crew, to be honest. Like, oh, I'll come along. So you're avoiding the um, you're avoiding the hard one. Give me Nath Island. <laughs> don't, don't want him there. <laughs> Nath, got yeah. that. Haven't had Nath. Uh, so far, but yeah, all right. Don't mind it. <laughs> uh, he he won't be happy with that either, which is good. He won't listen. Um, I'll tell him. Uh, all right, now dirt on on shifter. This is what we've all been looking forward to, and you said there'd be nothing. Can't but imagine you'd have too much. I've to got be honest. I've got a little bit. I've got a little bit. So we'll we'll roll through it. First up, are you like got a like a bit of a? Do you like your car too much? Because we. <laughs> We had a conversation a couple of weeks ago or last week that, you know, you'd keep your Mazda 2 over driving like the car I've got, which is a Subaru Forester, yep. which is absurd. No, I'll stick with that. Uh, and, uh, do you just love your car, do you? No, I'm not much of a car guy, so just, I wouldn't mind a full drive actually, but bank account doesn't cater for that at the moment. <laughs> so we're just sticking with the Mazda 2. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you're, I, I hear that, especially after the mark of the year, you're self-proclaimed king of Albany. And you've got a quite a few covered, nah, including maybe the person you mentioned before, Greg Harding. Oh, I've definitely got Greg covered. Um, <laughs> no, nah, definitely wouldn't go that far. Yeah, no. Nah. Plenty of time coming out of Albany, mate. You denying that? Because yeah, that's the, the that's the whisper. That's you've made that up. 
<laughs> nah, that's the whisper, mate. I've talked to people from Albany. No, There's preparation for this pod. No, I have. <laughs> um, all right, the next one. Um, when are you going to become mature enough to realise that taking hangers on blokes at training is not really on <laughs> on a Monday night? Well, when's that going to get? You've got to practice them somewhere, don't you? <laughs> yeah, maybe on a bag. Um, Instead of on blokes who've nah, got crookbacks. That's not really. I've, <laughs> taken, I've taken a few on um, Earth, the host. Yeah. Take a really big one on him actually last year. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. he actually, Earth didn't actually talk to me for like a week. Because yeah. I sat on his head. Yeah. But. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm coming in on a Monday trying to get myself up during the week just to play on a Saturday with the back and someone decides it's a good idea just to take a hang on me. Well, if you come back with the flight all the time, Earth, you're going to have to, you're gonna have to wear it. <laughs> oh, I'll cop that. Backhanded compliment. There you go. Um, apparently, you're allergic to tomatoes. <laughs> oh, I do you, I, like, I've no, never heard of anyone hating them that much that they claim to actually be allergic to them. No, nah, I'm not allergic. I just don't eat okay. them. Okay. I hate tomatoes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, now, your family dog, Frankie, yeah. there's some, some guys at the club are taking a keen interest in, in Frankie. I think he's the – he or she? That's a she, mate. She yeah. is the um, wallpaper on a few – yeah, people's I don't know phones what's going and on at the moment. Frankie's gained a bit of traction. Yeah, I'm sure. and, and there's also um, some at the club that are saying that the dog resembles its owner, <laughs> and apparently that rings true a little bit with you and Frankie. Piss ants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Anything um, to say to that? No, nah, I'm not really sure. The boys have taken a bit of fascination in my dogs. I've got two <laughs> dogs back home that I miss dearly, but um, yeah, I'm not sure what the go is there. Why they've blown up so much recently? Jarvis Pin has been. Driving that, but yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure what's going on. No. All right, I've got, obviously, I've got a few notes here. I've got more. You, you're looking at my phone that's come up and you're looking <laughs> like you're a bit nervous here. I've got some notes. Um, so, end of your gap here. Yep. Uh, skydiving. Oh, Did, yep. Was there was there an incident with where the instructor was joking around and maybe you you weren't too happy with it or you shitting yourself? Uh. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know how you've gotten this. But oh, yeah, yeah. Nah. You reckon I've got nothing. I haven't been talking to people in the I don't really recall that much, but, um, yeah, we went skydiving in my gap year. It was really good. One of my mates, close mates from Albany, got his dad got him um, a voucher and I tagged along. Yeah. Did you think you were going out without a yeah, parachute or something, yeah, did you? The, the, guy, the instructor <laughs> didn't fill us with confidence, but, yeah, I had full faith. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. That's not the feedback I got. But yeah. Anyway, um, do you have any phobias? Um, other than tomatoes. Yeah, other than tomatoes. I don't know if I'd call that a phobia, but do you have any phobias? Not that I know of. No, so you don't mind um, mice or rats? Uh, <laughs> no, my mum hates mice. Uh, not you? Not me. Because no. there's word that you had segments of your house blocked off. Because you oh. were scared of mice coming out of the wall in your bedroom and under your bed. Yeah, we did have a mice problem at one of our rentals. As I was pulling my weight, but my housemates weren't so it wasn't clean enough, obviously. Okay. And we yeah, we had a bit of a mouse situation going on, but we got on top of it. Okay. Because yeah. my, my feedback was that the reason there were segments of the house blocked off is purely because of you were scared. Uh, yeah, I don't really like mice <laughs> that much. <laughs> um, your 18th? Apparently it was a surprise camp-themed birthday party mm. um, at your mum's house in Albany. Yeah. Uh, and supposedly you made it to about 8.30 p.m. and then didn't actually go out in the town for your own 18th. Uh, yeah, went to bed early. That's poor form. 
And 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 so you you went to bed early, but apparently when you woke up, mate, you might have woken up with a bit of a surprise. <laughs> Not sure what you're Did you to. wet the bed? No. Nah. <laughs> Are you denying it, Tom? Did it happen or not? Nah. No. <laughs> oh, so that's a yes. So you've got not gone out and you've pissed the bed. Nah, that's hopefully you've, as well. Hopefully you've improved. There's a bit of GST hopefully, on that, I think. Hopefully you've improved. Yeah. Hopefully you've improved since then. Yeah, I was, as I said, I was a young 18-year-old. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> and the last one I've got... and. This one really, you know, this is one I've experienced. I had dirt a lot to, as the dirt. So yeah. it, it, it still makes me laugh when I think about it. We, it was actually this year, yeah. we had a meeting uh, <laughs> with some players <laughs> and the coach. Yeah. And oh, don't have to put this No, no, no. The meeting was based around, <laughs> the meeting was based around, you know, what we were doing, what we could do better. There's yep. a bit of stuff about the culture at the club. Yep. And, you know, guys are throwing around some, like, really, like, serious stuff about what we could do better. Like, yep. it was a pretty serious conversation. And then you had a – I can't even get through. You had a contribution to make at the end of that all. And do you want to tell us what your contribution was or job made to just tell – You can say Tell it. the people your contribution was that the cost of a Coke can upstairs was not – was not great. <laughs> was not great. I hope George isn't listening to this. And – yeah, I don't know, mate. Like, where were you at to be thinking about that at a time when we were trying to, we were trying oh, to shift oh. the club in the right direction? I was just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously the 5K dried up. <laughs> <laughs> and does that um, does that link in with you maybe being a little bit tight with your money? Nah, I'm not at all tight. You sure? Cause yeah. Ugh. I've bought you plenty of stuff, mate. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Such as? Coffees. <laughs> beer nah you're not too bad but yeah. that was probably not your best moment yeah I was yeah I copped a bit of flack for that <laughs> fair enough I guess <laughs> one. oh very good alright that wasn't too bad I suppose you yeah. denied most of that even though probably a bit of insight into a bit that's going on but anyway so <laughs> don't mind that shout out to the blokes from Albany as well that contributed um, good research mate yeah so the next one's a bit of this or that segment yeah okay yep. so there's actually a prize that's going to be attached to the best. What best answers? Best answers. So, okay. but it's all based on my subjective opinion. <laughs> but the, but but the prize, the prize might be tailored to the person. Okay. Yeah. So, mate, there's a bit riding on it. So we'll see how you go with your answers. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, first one: peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Crunchy. Good man. Very good start. Um. Don't understand why, why you'd want to eat it smooth, but anyway, barbecue or tomato sauce? Barbecue. Jeez, you are. Don't eat tomatoes. You're off to a fire. I thought being a left footer and stuff. There's some aspects about you I'm not sure about, but I thought you might be on the right track yeah. with me. Sausage roll or pie? Pie. Hundred oh, percent, mate. Eating my fair share of pies in the time as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can't see it. Um, but I just I don't understand how you find pies comfortable to eat. It's not about all about comfort, mate. It's yeah. about taste, really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. It? Too hot to get through. But anyway, LeBron or MJ? MJ. Yeah. Cop that, JT. Yep. <laughs> all right. Brisbane's, and being a footy nuffy, you'll know these. Brisbane's hat trick, 01 to 03. Hawthorne's hat trick, 13 to 15. Richmond's three flags in four years, 17, 19, and 20. Or Geelong's three flags in five years, being 07, 09, or 11, or a different team completely. 
Bombers flag 2000. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously, not as old as a lot of the guests, so didn't really witness the Brisbane three-peat. Yeah. But yeah. I'd have to go the Hawthorne one, I reckon. Yeah. The very dominant for a while there. And, and one good thing about that is that a lot of left footers in that yeah. team. Yeah. Um, World Cup winning goal in soccer. Game seven NBA finals winning jump shot, buzzer yeah. beater. Uh, winning goal in an AFL GF. Winning putt at the Masters hit or hitting the winning runs in the deciding fifth Ashes test or taking the final wicket when the opposition needs two runs to win. Um, so what I'd like to yeah, do. Yeah, so which one are you picking out of those for yourself? NBA finals, I reckon. Yeah, right. Over the putt. Yeah, I just want to celebrate with the team. Yeah, I, I like that, Tom. Very good. Um, tennis Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. You win the tennis grand slam in a year, or a best soccer player in the world in a year where you win the World Cup, the golf grand slam, or MVP finals, MVP and champion in the NBA in the same year. Which one would you take? Give me Wimbledon. The tennis grand slam? Yep. Yeah, right. That fair achievement winning all of them yep. in a year. Um I'm, I'm winning all of all the grand slams. Yeah, ten, you win you have the tennis Oh, okay, yep, give me that. Yeah. Um Coffee Order. Oat latte. Yeah, which we had earlier. Thanks, Ers. No worries, mate. Talking about shouting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, alcoholic beverage of choice. So you can t- choose a type of alcohol. You can you can drill down to a brand and give me a brand. Um, I know you don't mind one off the wood. I keep it quite um, simple. Just Great Northern. Thank you. Great Northern. Super crisp if anyone's That's your <laughs> get me a present. <laughs> I don't think anyone's getting near. I know Nobes definitely won't be on the back of this podcast. Um, if you had, and neither would Jacko. If you had to pick one song, one artist, or one genre of music to listen to for the rest of your life, so you can, depending on how specific you want to get. Um, always been big on the. Always like the Chili Peppers since I was listening oh, yeah. to them since I was young. Since yeah. been to their concert. So. Yeah, I, I did say that your um recommendation to our playlist was a Chili Peppers song. Yeah, there you go. So you meant that's your go to. Um, and, and this one's the last one, and bonus points attached. Yep. Um, who's the best key defender in the AFL? Um, not Tom Barras. Oh, not uh, Harris Andrews was good last night, maybe. <laughs> Give me Harris Andrews. Oh, Jeremy Howe, maybe. Which one? There's, pl- there's plenty out there. Actually, it doesn't really matter because you've lost it for yourself. But, yeah, so you're going with Harris Andrews. Yeah, I'll go Harris Andrews. Sure, gee whiz. <laughs> I'll bet you the Bombers would take Tom Brass right now. In a, in a, in a heartbeat, Tom. He doesn't play, mate. He's been injured. In a heart. Excuse, did you see the stats a couple of weeks ago? 20 disposals, 14 marks against St Kilda. Did you miss that one? He's playing key back, mate. It's not all about stats. <laughs> Even still. Who did he play kick, on? Kick, Who did he kick, play yeah, on? Max King nor goal. Kept Max King to a goal. Didn't Max King do his shoulder? No. Nah, no, nah, he played the whole game. All right, mate. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, no, it ended a bit frosty because, you know, it's <laughs> shocking answer. But that's that's basically all we've got. Um, you've done well. You, we've gotten to an hour 20 nearly. Got over the 45-minute line, but, that earth set. But most of that's probably due to me. But anyway, you'll take it, mate. Jump on the back and, and I'll, I'll take you to the promised land. Um, <laughs> no, I've enjoyed... Enjoyed having you on. Um, it's been a good chat. You are, you know, you've probably become relevant enough to get on the pod this <laughs> year. <laughs> you are, you know, in all seriousness, though, you you've developed nicely, and you're um, 
you've become a key part of our side and hopefully of the club moving forward, hopefully you're not going anywhere and you're going to be sticking around for quite a long time in the future. And I think you're going to have a, um, a long and promising and fulfilling waffle career, which is which has gotten off to a good start. Um, and to top it off, you are actually a good bloke as well. So it's been, it's been good to have you on. I hope you've enjoyed it, even though you're a bit nervous leading in <laughs> and we might have to we might have to get you on um, again in the future. Yep. Thanks for having me, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. No worries. Cheers, mate.